And now, great moments in presidential history. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The Democrats have to now decide whether they will continue defrauding the public with ridiculous bullshit. I believe that together we can make America great again. Oh, girl. Feeling good today, by the way. Feeling very good. I got new haircut energy as we roll into a fun Friday on Everybody Calm Down. Good afternoon, everybody. Jimmy Fela, your host, made it to the 10-episode mark. I, I, even I lost money on that one in Vegas. But I am feeling good. Shout out to my barber, Lenny. Gave me another stellar haircut. I uh, have been going to the same barbershop for about 15 years, long before Lenny was even there. I had begun going because the place was populated with a lot of Russian ex-cab drivers. I, myself, an ex-cab driver, we had like a little fraternity where we'd hang out and we'd talk about cabs and stuff like that. Today's guest, not a cab driver, although she has had uh, hundreds of men in her back seat. Uh, <laughs> please welcome uh, the lovely and talented Jenny Fela, Mrs. Fela in the house. How you doing, babe? Good. How are you? It's not an intro without one pot shot. Have I you know. figured that out now? Yes, yes. But I think you're leading by example on a show called Everybody Calm Down because a lot of women would take umbrage to that. No, no, I'm just used to it. I've been beaten beaten down. You just resigned your fate at this point. Yeah. And you know what it is? After 13 years of marriage, nothing I say matters to you anyway. No. You didn't even hear it. Yeah, I was good. You know, you talk about like the- You said what? You know the parents and the Charlie Brown, like a womp, womp, womp. (laughs) That's either of us talking about our dates. Listen, it's helpful. That's why we're still married. That's why we're here. So it's good to see you, Jenny Fela. Every Friday on the show- we do something called Wife Privilege, where my wife, Jenny Fela, comes on, programs the show. So if you don't like it, hit her up. <laughs> I got nothing to do with this. I'm kidding. Uh, but but as part of our um, sponsorship deal with the fine folks at, at Michter's, at the Michter's Distillery, best people anywhere, best product anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, we make a cocktail on the show. What are we drinking today? What is we today's do. cocktail? Today's cocktail is called Horse's Neck. A horse's neck. A horse's neck. Does that have anything to do with you wanting to strangle me? You went for something with neck (laughs) in the title? No? Okay, what is in a horse's neck before I start drinking it? Okay, so it's two ounces Uh of the Michter's rye. Okay. Okay, and then, so you put that in a Collins glass over ice, and then you top it with ginger beer. Ooh. And then you garnish it with a long lemon peel, which I have done. Wow, Jenny failed. I gotta be honest. I didn't try this first. On on presentation alone... It's a sexy looking drink. Yeah, right. And I am very pro Mictor, so I'm excited to see how this goes down. Should yeah. we have one sip together? Sure. Babe. Cheers. How about the fact that we're faking a whiskey sponsorship no. to give us an excuse to drink? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way we can be near each other. Yep. We're taping this at seven in the morning. <laughs> like, it's nothing to do with anything. All right, let's have one sip. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh, yeah, it's sexy. That's good. It's really sexy. It almost tastes like a better version of a dark and stormy. You know how that's made with rum and ginger beer? Okay. But the here, the blend the blend on, on the rye on the back end is a lot smoother. Yes. I mean, and Michter's stuff is so smooth, you really don't need to mix anything with it. Right. Um, but this is fantastic. Way to go, Good, Jenny. Right? Feeling nailed the drink. You're riding yeah, high right now. Yeah. Your Ohio State Buckeyes are 2-0. Oh, 
That's a big well, deal. Excuse me, two and zero. They're ranked three in the country. They're five and zero. I didn't yeah. mean to deny you a, a win. I just meant they're coming off a big win. Yes. They blew out Michigan State Saturday night. You feeling good about that? I am. They had alternative uniforms on. How do you feel about the alternative uniform? You know what? Usually I don't love it because uh-huh. I kind of consider it a ploy to just mm-hmm. sell more sell jerseys. More jerseys yeah, yeah. To, you know, because everybody's got to have the new one. But I kind of like the black ones. I, I thought yeah. they looked cool. I think you know, for a night game, something uh-huh. to switch it up. It's all right. I mean, I'm not going to go out and buy one of those jerseys. But no, and I, know- I did miss the helmet though. No. Like the, the you like the re- regular silver? Yeah, with the you know with the Buckeye uh-huh. leaves as you know. But I know you're telling the truth here because as a guy who's seen your search history, you definitely like the blacks. There's no question. <laughs> there's no question there. You're so dumb. Anyway. You are really dumb. So Jenny's Jenny's feeling good about the alternative uniforms. You know, we never talk unless we're doing this. That's true. Uh, this podcast. Um, but but there's another uniform making headline this week besides your alternative that I wanted to talk to you about as a woman who's you know fairly pro Halloween. We don't do yeah. like a huge Halloween. Yeah, but, yeah. But where are you on the slutty Halloween costume craze? Because we had some new unveilings this week, but oh we'll start boy. with your take. You know, I just, they're they're very, they're just so overdone. Like, I think it's just like a look at me, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Halloween, I, I mean, I know a lot of people do it, but it's just never been my thing. We really did corrupt Halloween. Yeah. Do you remember, like, there was a time when you went trick-or-treating, if there were like 13-year-olds out there. Mm-hmm. Adults would be like, oh, you're too old for Halloween. Oh, Stop yeah. it. There's yeah, a little yeah, kid yeah. thing. No more Halloween. Yeah. Now every 35-year-old I know has been planning their Halloween costume since June. I know. I know. It's it's a lot. And I listened to the episode where Dean was talking about it. He's like, you'll never catch me dead in a Halloween <laughs> costume. And I knew as you guys were talking about it that Sean was listening. And I know Sean goes as the tall banana. He does. He goes as a banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting to hear how that unfolded. But uh, wow. it, you know, it's a lot. Like I will be wearing a Halloween costume, but I work at a school and mm-hmm. I won't be wearing it. Out in public, like out I will town. be wearing it because I'm with little uh-huh. kids, like, you know. And it's cheap for you because you go with a, as a fed up housewife. Yeah, you go as I mean, a fed it's, up mom. it's a really, it's so easy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you go as a as a mom on the prowl. Just, you know, take <laughs> a peek into my closet. Regular, and it's right yeah. there. It's yeah. a look right into your soul, yeah. if we're being honest. <laughs> uh, this week's offerings that, that were new. I mean, yeah. one is two weeks old. The slutty Mr. Rogers has been around now for like two I, weeks. I saw that. That's so dumb. It's just dumb. It's dumb. It's, like, let him be. Like, it's go as Mr. Rogers. Rogers, if you want to go as Mr. Rogers, you don't have to yeah. go as a slutty. You don't have to tarnish like, this man's legacy. Oh, Make him sick. Se- and how does it work? Because you know he'd always take off like the sweater. Does he take off his pants now? Like yeah. how does how does slutty Mr. <laughs> Rogers work? <laughs> I don't know that I want my kids. It's yeah. a children's show. You right. Know? Right. I don't know how I feel about that. They made a uh, a slutty over the weekend. They made a slutty college admission scandal. Oh, jeez. So it's basically like, it's like a prison jumpsuit, kind of like a Lori Laughlin thing. Okay, all right. Which is still it's, st- it's, stupid. Yeah. But again, I think like back, I don't know, back to the slutty thing. I can just tell you this is a guy who was single once. Back mm-hmm. when I noticed women aesthetically, mm-hmm. which I obviously I don't even look now. I don't even see gender now. Sure, sure. It's 20, 2019. <laughs> I don't even... I right. believe you're a zeer. You're a cisgender. I don't even know how I'd I describe know. you. I don't know. I feel bad saying wife because I, I don't. I don't see it at all. But uh, back back when I even would notice women, you know how like less is always more anyway. Right. In that the hottest girls, the hottest people generally are not the ones showing you their entire body. No, no, of course not. You know the sexy Beyond Burger costume. They made a oh. sexy Beyond. I guess for the vegan that uh, still wants a little meat. I don't know. I, don't, I know. I didn't even mean that. I didn't even mean that. I just, my brain, it just keeps going. Some, some, none of these jokes are my fault. Sometimes it's a flesh prison, folks. I'm just quick. Sorry. I'm not happy. They made a, uh, a sexy white 
claw hard seltzer costume. Oh, come on. Which is dumb. Kennedy actually said on the show, because we did that in the Topical Storm. Uh-huh. She's like, anything is a sexy costume if you've had enough white claws. <laughs> it's like, you don't need a white claw costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drink the white claws. Right. Big Bird's getting humped. Yeah. A Taco oh. Bell costume, which I don't agree what? with at all. Oh, no. There's nothing sexy about Taco <laughs> I, Bell. I guess that's the way of telling people you're not in the market for anal after the party. <laughs> oh. You're like, you don't want to do this. I don't, I'm just, again, sorry. And uh, there was a, what was the other one I saw? Uh, that's actually the only five I saw this week. I was looking them up before the show. We prepped this show a little bit more than people would think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we looked into those. Not not uh, not crazy about the slutty costume. No, when what do you think your... that started? Like what, I mean, I mean, I remember the... in college people were doing it a little bit. It was really mm-hmm. kind of like the nurse, the like Princess Jasmine, things that were kind of already, but like we're taking very weird things like Taco Bell. The slutty and M&M. making them Yeah. Like when did it start to like switch over? Um, like probably within the last 15 I feel like as as Halloween exploded, I think probably you're right, in the last 10 years into an adult phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Because it used to peak at like college. And you're right to say people were always trying to do, you know, they'd have sexy things. If you're like a single girl who wanted to be the hot girl, showed off your body, you could find one of those risque things. Be the stripper, the dominatrix, whatever. But now you're right that we are having like sexy peanut M&Ms and stuff like that, which is a little weird. And I guess that's around... I guess that's around like the last 10 years and the advent of like Ricky's popping up and stuff like okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which is stupid. I don't know. I, I, What was your, as a kid, what was your favorite Halloween costume? Uh, <laughs> my favorite one. Very not sexy. Oh, but boy. But I went as Steve. I'll be the judge of that. No, I, I went as Steve Urkel. No. Yeah, oh yeah. I had like the glasses. <laughs> I pulled my jeans all the way up. Uh-huh. I had suspenders. Because it was, you know, when the pants. show was, yeah, when it was like very in and it, it wasn't a sexy version. It wasn't even a girly version. It was just an I Urkel. I just, I loved Urkel and I thought that was so did funny. Did you go full and Urkel with the voice and everything or no? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You committed? Yeah, I did. Wow. Jenny, I didn't, I didn't, I, ne- I never knew this was in your history. Well, no, well, that picture has been hidden. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got rid of the yeah. Urkel? There's no yeah. Urkel? But then do you remember the plastic like the really, like it would cut your face plastic masks. That oh we my used gosh, to have that's what 80s. I used to get. Yeah, with like, a rubber yeah, band yeah. on the back. Yes. The thin rubber it would, band. It would pull, pull your, your hair. hair. <laughs> it would hurt so bad. Like, talk about suffering for your art. Yeah. And by the end of the day, it would cut your face because oh it had that God. thin mouth yes. opening and you'd Second breathe you into it, it and it would cracked. be wet. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Wet. Parents used to just shove us out the door for a day and a half. And they were almost like, you know, the way a sandwich board, uh-huh. you wear a sandwich board like over your shoulders, front and back. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like how the costumes were. It's like a plasticky, like made of garbage garbage bag material but it was clingy high. oh yeah like i was a care bear i was <laughs> like she-ra like all of those she-ra things, you know wow you went in yeah. i can't think i was thinking about this earlier like things i've worn i was a pimp in like college <laughs> Like, sure like, like I know, I know, right? And, uh, and I also got dressed up for Halloween. Yeah. Hey, no, it wasn't like that. But I borrowed one of my mom's fur coats <laughs> when hat for real. Oh, you know, my mom had fur back yep. in the day. Yep. My mom was old, in the 80s, like early, you know, mid 90s. My mom was fantastic with a lot of bling, a lot of jewelry, mm-hmm, lot mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of fur. She had like a fur <laughs> hat that I wore. Like I was like legit Fillmore Slim. It was great. <laughs> and uh, that was the last thing I remember dressing up for. I mean, yeah. didn't we go? 
I'm trying to oh, think. Oh, we did. We did. Uh, Pat Dixon had yes, a party. Yes, but we went so non-committal. We went as a cowboy like and a jerks. cowgirl. Oh, no, what because dicks. because we had flannel shirts. Okay, we just happened to have uh-huh. boots. Yeah, and I, we put jeans on. Like I, we really like. I've always been a fan of the cop out costume. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm oh, a Yankee. Yeah, I got my jersey on yeah, and my yeah, hat. Yeah. And I you still can always do get that. away with it. I still do that. I go as the scarecrow because uh-huh. I have a flannel shirt, jeans, and boots, and I just shove some like straw, <laughs> and then. I, like it's the easiest thing, but it looks yeah. like it did something, you know. But uh, but not a slutty scarecrow. No, 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 no. Nobody wants to see a slutty scarecrow. No, gross. It's, like, it's that's so, so weird. It's so dumb now, but they have, like, the slutty nun. That, oh, like, if you actually look at the Halloween costumes, like, the it's not called slutty. They call it sexy. Yeah. Is what they say. Mm-hmm. But I think that's even weirder. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, because slutty almost cartoons it. Yeah. Slutty Mr. Rogers sounds like, oh, it's goofy. Still a little much. But sexy Mr. Rogers is like, sounds like the kids are into it. You know, like, I'm not a fan. I'm sure it's semantics. I don't think you could probably print an ad that that says says slutty. slutty. Yeah, like, I bet. In 2019? Probably not. I'd be surprised. Not for, like, for a corporation. I don't know. I mean, the place that makes most of them is called Yandy. Mm. Yeah, They're, like, an online costume retailer. Okay. So they make, like, the sexy prisoner and the... All yeah. that jazz. And I don't, I don't know how I feel, Jenny Phil. I feel like as a couple, if we were going to commit this year, what would we go as? You and me. I mean, oh, you're putting me on the spot. I 13 don't know. years of marriage. Mm. I mean, do you want to go as something? Unhappy? Oh, no, I was going to say, if you want to go, if you want to do like a fantasy costume, let's go as divorce. <laughs> let's go as, I'll bring a date. It'll be great. Aww. It'll be, oh my God. That's one of my favorite things in the world. When you said, uh, you're like, yeah. I th- didn't you say like I'm gonna bring a date to your funeral or something? Yeah. And I was like, you think I'm going to the funeral? Like Jenny, <laughs> oh, I will be. I will haunt oh you my, forever, Jenny. Like, you gotta oh. be kidding me. Like <laughs> I just want to put this out there in case this happens. Whoever you you know uh-huh. hook up with next, just know I will haunt you. You're gonna haunt me. Oh, it'll be awful. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, just back. Know, at the, I don't want you to be happy without me. Me- meanwhile, back at the ra- well. How about with me? Could you step on the gas there? <laughs> Because let's, you know, let's be fair. All you, right. If I, if I kick tomorrow, if all the mictors and hard hours catch up to me tomorrow and that insurance check comes tomorrow, in. Tomorrow. That's not on are. my timeline. I've, I've got this perfectly planned out. It's not tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't worry. Well, thanks for letting me you know, got- Jenny Fela. <laughs> so if we don't make it next week, <laughs> you'll know. We got to take a quick break on the program. When we come back every Friday, Jenny Fela and I, relationship experts, clearly, <laughs> judging by the fact that we're making up fake liquor sponsorships to drink at 7 in the morning on a Friday. We're going to open up the New York Times wedding announcements. We're going to play a round of Will It Work? A couple got married this weekend named Demetris and Joseph. They're in the New York Times. Uh, they were married on October 6th. If you'd like to play along at home, you can go look it up during this 30-second plug we do. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back to make the magic happen right here on Everybody Calm Down. Such a smooth groove, Jenny Fela, isn't it though? It is. This is uh, Sean and Paul's. Sean Barry, our audio engineer to the stars, Paul Grassini, a coordinating producer, supervising producer mm-hmm. on the Howard Stern show. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. Howard getting a big ratings bump right now because Jimmy <laughs> oh, Fallon yeah, just yeah, mentioned yeah. his program on the <laughs> podcast. Probably see a 
exponential growth in subscriptions to SiriusXM yeah, next course, month. Of course, of uh, course. It's big, been a big week for me, Jenny Filler. This is my last week before I become a football guy. We haven't talked yeah. about this a lot because we actually don't talk. No. But no, people think we're kidding when we tell that joke. Like, this is the talking. Yes. Like, Monday through Thursday, we don't talk. This is it's our catch-up. It's delightful. But that's probably why Shut we up. sound so happy, though. Because <laughs> the separation, it's like we're in a long-term relationship again. Back yeah. in the day when you lived in Cleveland and I was, I was back in New York. Yep. And, Man, oh boy, oh man, Jenny. We did it, though. We did it. We're here. We We're making the magic happen. But next, this coming week, uh, I will be uh, signing on as the host of the New York Post's official NFL podcast. So the New exciting. New York Giants NFL podcast for the New York Post. I have... Uh, I'm so excited to do this because it's really cool for me to make money off of football for a change, given my history <laughs> of gambling on it, given all the things I'm doing. But I am, like, wondering... Will this, because the only thing I keep coming across when we're sitting in their studio every day, you know, pre-taping stuff and dealing with NFL athletes and all this cool stuff I'm getting to do, mm -hmm. is like, what level of show do I have to get to at the post that our newspaper starts showing up? <laughs> like, day of. I, get, I get my Sunday paper on like a Tuesday. Yeah, sometimes we get three in one day. It's so like, bananas. Like, my paper guy, I could never complain about this guy. Like, you know, some people would call him, be like, oh, I didn't get my paper today. Yeah, First yeah. of all, this is very hard work the gentleman's doing. Yeah. And, and second of all, like, I just believe I've never met this person, but they're a character. Yeah. Whoever they are, oh, yeah. they're up to something. Because what'll happen with us, which is the funniest thing in the world, is if we got three feet of snow. When yeah. Jenny was done shoveling the driveway and blowing true, it out, true. all true, you would find that day's New York Post yes. at the bottom of the pile. Yes. But on the 75 degree, sunny, even keeled barometric temperature, nicest day you could ever hope for, you might not see the paper nope. for a week and a half. Nope. And I don't know who this fella is. Nope. I don't know what's going on. But I love the mystery of it all so yeah. much <laughs> that I could never bring myself to change the process. Yeah. So shout out to him. Shout out for the Post for having fantastic tastes and hosts. Now you guys have... Uh, two podcasts with Jimmy Fallon on to not subscribe to. Look at that. You've got <laughs> not one, but two options. Seven episodes a week if you're kind of into what I do because I'll be doing five Everybody Calm Downs. I'll be doing two for the New York Post. And of course, you can watch me on the Kennedy program on Fox Business Monday through Thursday, nine o'clock Eastern time. All right, we segue now, Jenny Fallon, because that's what we do. <laughs> Name of the segment is called Will It Work? Every, every Friday, Jenny Fallon and I on this wife privilege episode of Everybody Calm Down open up the New York Times wedding announcements based on our vast knowledge of survival skills and coexistence and, and certainly smooth courtship <laughs> if we're going to talk about it. Was I not smooth, You Jenny were very Fella? smooth, yeah. Probably smoother than need be because you had a rough dating history coming in. You were yes. in a little bit of a slump. Yeah. And you had that terrible DMV haircut. Shut <laughs> That was like the worst hair, but I was so in love with you. It didn't it was, matter. It was... It was timely. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I knew you as a franchise quarterback and I was like, this girl is so spectacular, you know, the little rough around the edges, but we're going to work this out. <laughs> and you did. You're like my Daniel Jones, uh, uh, you know, the guy the Giants drafted out of Duke and everybody's like, what are you doing? And, yeah. and look how happy the Giants are now. <laughs> Jenny Fela, the Daniel Jones of wives. You are fantastic. Uh, this week's couple, Demetris Deshay is her middle name. And Joseph Joy, I will not use their last names out of consideration for these people. They were married on October 6th, last Sunday. Uh, Grady D. King, a minister of the Church of Christ, uh, officiated at the San Sofia Overlook, which is an event space at the Telluride Ski and Golf Resort in Telluride, Colorado. So a Ooh. nice place to start. Yep. This time of year, a ski resort is gorgeous. Oh, We've bet. been to Colorado yeah. in the summer, mm -hmm. and uh, it's really pretty. 
not too hot out, scenic vistas, big mountains, yeah, low humidity, free weed. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They better had a lot of a lot of wedding cake at the shindig. Yeah. But 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 for starters, based on what I've heard, mm-hmm. nice wedding in a nice place. Yeah. Tell your ride is not a trillion dollars. It's not uh, Aspen, mm-hmm. and it's not Vale. Right. It's to be fair. Probably with any luck, if we were going to get married in Colorado in one of those locales, we might be able to get married in. Yeah, you know, give or take a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have to reopen your webcam for a few nights <laughs> just to make some money <laughs> yeah. back. Uh, the bride is known as D, and we'll take her husband's name. Okay. Uh, which they thought I don't. I don't even know why they felt the need to volunteer that, uh, but apparently that's yeah, like that's a thing yeah. in twenty nine. Well, the guy first of all, the guys taking their wives' names. They should perform a castration right there at the altar. <laughs> put it in a little bag when they light the unity candle, and right. you're done. Like right. what? Come on, I mean, man. Because I, I think if you're gonna, um, if you're gonna be against the whole bride taking the groom's name, then you shouldn't either. If like if if yeah, if, it's stupid. If, if you're if you don't like the idea of changing your identity, then you shouldn't either. You should either hyphenate it or just be done. Yeah, like, don't like. It's just it's silly if you're going to just go and do the opposite. I don't know. I don't feel like outside forces should influence your decision-making no. process that no. much. That would be step one. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to do this for a long time, you two in the home, wherever it is, an apartment, a house, whatever the hell it is, have to like carve out an identity for yourself mm-hmm. and basically make key critical life-changing decisions involving like children and right. you know where you're going to live, what kind of bills you're going to pay. Uh, and you need to do that, do so independently of what like society is going to think, right. because there's no right. one size fits all version of life. So, no. so for starters, whatever. I think it's weird that she mentioned that, but it's also like a, you know, it's a sign of the times that people even feel obligated to tell you to that tell you one way or the other. She is mm-hmm. a corporate human resources lead in Broomfield, Colorado, for the North American operations of Danone, which is a French food products company. Okay. So she's working for like high end catering in, in HR. She was in the United States Army Reserves from 20, 2003 to 2014, uh, attaining the rank of sergeant and serving as a medical logistics specialist on a Navy base in Millington, Tennessee. So shout out wow. for the service. Mm-hmm. Millington, Tennessee, meet and three, good barbecue, good place to be. Uh, she also served a year in Doha, Qatar, uh, which is actually Qatar, by the way. And I, used to, I would always walk around and be like, Qatar. You know, uh, which is, if you think that's embarrassing, you should hear I used to pronounce Niger before they, I'm kidding, stop (laughs) it. Oh, come on. Shut up. Um, Anyway, she also served a year in Doha, Qatar, distributing medical supplies to military units stationed in the region, graduated from the University of Central Arkansas. So nice pedigree. Yeah. Military background. Mm-hmm. You know, she's worked around the country. Traveled she's around, around the mm-hmm. world. She's she's very cultured. Uh, the bride was raised by her aunt, uh, Lenise Elmore of Gilmore, Arkansas. She is also the daughter of uh, Erica uh, of Terrell, Arkansas. Uh, did not mention her father. The groom, 34, is a surgical technologist at National Jewish Health, a hospital in Denver. He is also a real estate agent at Your Castle Real Estate in Denver. Who are these? Like, this is everything you need to know about how out of control the student debt situation yeah, is, yeah. that a doctor has a side gig yeah, selling real estate. Yeah. Like, I want to applaud the hustle of this guy because yeah. I'm a guy who works pretty hard. I have like 91 jobs. Yeah. I'm painting my neighbor's house after this on the way to Kennedy before <laughs> I go to the Post and do stand-up tonight. But the point is, that's a little crazy to me. Yeah. We got a doctor with Good a side a gig. Uh, yeah, but he's I, doing I don't it. want. I don't want a doctor that might be tired from his moonlighting. <laughs> gig. I mean, depends. On, yeah, I mean, um, I'm a little weak in the legs. I've had open houses. I've yeah, been up and yeah, down steps yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. You want to. You want to yeah. focus. Doctor. I mean, I'm okay if my realtor's a little. You know. Yeah. You know, but your doctor. One of the two. Yeah. 
<laughs> he is the son of Donna M. of Colorado Springs and the late David H., who lived in Evergreen, Colorado. So this is a hardcore Colorado wedding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I Who do they know? At the New York Times right, in, New to York, be in New York. I was thinking that they that. got this placement because, again, we know this. Right. The fighting that goes on to get featured in these wedding announcements. Yeah. The jostling for position and the mm-hmm. things they do. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, you know, I can't even imagine who they, they know. I mean, somebody, it's not written in here, obviously, it's strategically omitted, but somebody they know is a high ranking New York Timeser. They yes. don't have the relationship. Like, they're not related to that guy I know at the Post who brings the paper every Tuesday yeah. and Friday. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, actually, uh, they're actually related to whoever it is that my guy is the bag man for, yeah. whoever he's buying yeah. the drugs for and hanging out with in the Hamptons. <laughs> anyway, the couple met through the dating app Tinder in 2018. So oh, far, okay. so good. Uh, we met on a dating app. I met you on Plenty of Issues. And uh, I'm kidding. You're a good girl. Plenty of baggage. And progressed from chatting on the app to texting. And then he asked her out for coffee. Okay. But she had a different idea. She said, let's have an adventure together. She said, I came up with the idea to hike a 14,000 foot mountain. And she was on board. Oh, so he was, but he had an idea. Okay. He proposed, let's have an adventure together. He said. I came up with the idea to hike a 14,000-foot mountain. She was on board. Mm-hmm. He said he would drive, but she said she would feel more comfortable on her two-hour drive to the hike in her own car, considering Smart. that the two hadn't even met in person at that point. And so they met up at 6 a.m. and headed for Quandry Peak. Whoa. This is a man you've never met right? who asked you to meet him in the woods at 6 in the morning, right, right. and you showed up. She is stupid. Sorry, I don't mean to do this twice. You're so dumb. No, you really, are really dumb. I don't know. Yeah, what? She went. She went in her own car. Yeah, 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 went- yeah, yeah. Fine. That's great. That's better for him. Of course she did. You want to know why? Because he doesn't want to be on surveillance camera picking her up on the morning of her disappearance. I understand, dude. Stop. You think that was the safe thing? Oh, I'm well, gonna. No, listen, I'm not gonna I have drive another in his car on this public it's- highway where everyone can see me and get absconded. <laughs> I'm a security expert, so what I'm gonna do is drive deep into the woods on my own and meet this stranger. At six in the morning. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they raping everybody out here. This is a dopey move, Jenny. Defend it. Go ahead, defend it, Jenny. Now, I just want to say we have done hikes in Colorado. Yes, twelve and years after we were married. I understand. No, with no, no. our kid. What I'm saying uh-huh. though is there are people there. It's it's populated. I mean, how many people did we see going up to that? Um, um you want to know how many at six in the morning? No. Well, well you we don't know, know because None. we didn't go. Yeah, you want to know why because we didn't go? Thank you. Yeah. Because the woman at the front desk was yes. like, oh, if you're going to start out at six in the morning, you're going to want to bring a can of mace because a yes. lot of the mountain lions are still out at yes. that point. That's and you really the only wanna... thing I don't like about the 6 a.m. Yeah, start time on that's there. that's what I'm saying. So there wasn't anybody there because anybody who hikes these trails knows you don't show up at six in the morning because you might have a hungry mountain lion on your trail. Mm-hmm. So between the lion and the guy, <laughs> this woman is from Colorado. It's not like she's us and we don't have the intel. Right. So we would show up. This is a dumb person. Okay. This is a dumb person. And I say that as someone who locks his keys in the car three times a year. Gonna, yeah. How many times a year do I pass out and leave my wallet on uh, the train? Not even drugs. Seven, I'm just exhausted. This year, yeah. So the point is, oh, man, I'm a little concerned about okay. this. But in any Keep event, going. they headed for Quandry Peak. Yeah, they were in a quandary all right, Jenny <laughs> Fela. Oh, my God. Ms. Elmore was new to Colorado, having moved from Dallas about a month before the couple's first date. And she struggled with acclimating to the altitude. Okay. Yeah, and it got even harder to breathe when he put his hands around her throat. I mean, come Stop. on. They're married. What come does on. that mean? Just keep going. I know, because married people never kill no, their wives. No, but... 
Uh, Mr. L had qualms of his own about the climb, but Ms. Elmore saw it differently. He was so comforting and reassuring, making sure I was 100% the whole time, she said. I got to see how he did under pressure. We were in a partnership so early on because we had to depend on each other. Yo, if you're listening at home, don't do this. This is don't ever. Nowhere in the world is there a woman who'd be better off if she only met more strangers in the middle of the forest at six o'clock in the morning. I don't care what they show you on you porn about the hikers having chance encounters and love on the rocks. This is it's not the way it works out in real life. And damn you porn sites, because they really are screwing up the youth of America with unrealistic expectations. There's a whole slew of 20-year-old guys out there who think they might get laid at the DMV, you know, or <laughs> sneak one in while their stepdad is sleeping in the living room. And it's it's not as realistically. Take it from a guy who's tried. Anyway, um, all right. He also found something unexpected in the date. We bonded more than I've ever bonded with anyone on that hike, he said. She had this glow and this energy that I had never experienced before. Dinner followed the hike, and then they headed home. This time, he was at the wheel of her car. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So they just left his car in the... Maybe they went to another place. Okay. Okay. She fell asleep while I drove. She's very trusting. (laughs) And it was meaningful to me that she trusted me enough to do that. So it was meaningful that she trusted you enough to let you drive, but not meaningful that she met you at six in the morning. I'm not getting away from this. I'm not happy about this. Anyway, I'll move on. A second date quickly followed. And then the issue of religion came up. He said he was an atheist. She said her Christian faith was important to her. Both had tried dating across the divide of belief previously, and they agreed it probably just wouldn't work. Mm. So they broke up and then had their first kiss and then parted ways. These are weird people. Very unconventional. Exact sentence. Yeah. Okay. So they broke up and then had their first kiss and then parted ways. So they did a one for the road. Okay. They did the old, well, we're probably not going to be together, but we came all this way. We hiked in the woods. Let's hit it and quit it. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Because first kiss is a euphemism for a lot of things, you know? Yeah, you I'm know. thinking in this instance. But I don't know, maybe not. Maybe they're that. Okay. I agreed we probably should not continue. And a day later, I had changed my mind and disagreed, he said. Something about that kiss, Jenny. <laughs> I had such an amazing time with her that I thought we should try it. So he wrote her a letter enumerating the reasons he thought that they should give their relationship a chance. What changed my mind is just rethinking it. Thinking about how much I liked everything about her, he said. This is really is like a, a rom-com Catherine Heigl, the atheist. Well, what would it be yeah, called the yeah, other way? Yeah. You know? The altar girl. Catherine Heigl <laughs> stars. 27 women wearing the same robe because they're altar <laughs> girls, I guess. I don't know. Ms. Elmore said she had heard something in all that he said that put her concerns about their differing beliefs to rest. He's very open-minded, she said. I had dated people that were not religious that didn't so much appreciate that about me. They either mocked it or didn't understand it. So she liked that he was considering her faith, mm-hmm. essentially didn't want to go to church, or, you know, didn't want to put up with any of the traditions, being an atheist, because it's lazy. It's great. If you're an mm-hmm. atheist, you don't have anything to do, <laughs> um, which I get it. Um, while neither persuaded the other on the matter of belief, Mr. L now goes to the church with Mrs. Elmore. Atheism is not a core strong thing for me. So attending church and praying is something that I do with her and I respect, he said. Her faith is important to her, and my atheism is not important to me, which Mm. I agree. Cool. Generally speaking, guy converts for a girl. We know a lot of these. Mm -hmm. We've seen it both ways. Mm -hmm. Ivanka Trump converted for Jared Kushner. Okay. She went the other way, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a nice gesture. Generally speaking, uh, people that are that religious do have some kind of a good structure in their life Mm -hmm. that I think in a lot of instances will help the marriage. 
yeah. because it's giving you some type of order and some type of schedule and routine and system to be a part of. Mm-hmm. But I, in reading this, they fooled, they broke up because they didn't want to put up with religion. They fooled around. They went their separate ways. What they don't tell us in the announcement is how long they were apart before he was like, all right, fine, I'll just put up with this nonsense. I take this as a settlement on his part because he thought enough of this to break up um, but came back around probably after, because you know the way guys are. Mm-hmm. When you break up with a girl and you're a guy like this, it's not like he's sitting at home thinking about it. Not especially if you're a dating app guy where you're just carpet bombing entire regions trying right, to right. get more girls. Right. So I think the combination of him feeling like he might have exhausted a lot of his options, plus the fact that, you know, maybe he did like her on some level, mm-hmm. you know, not enough to break his own rules, but eventually came around to doing so. Um, I, You know, does it sound like they're in love to you, Jenny? I don't I don't know about in love. And and the other thing that I was wondering, because it said they met on the app in 2018. Then mm-hmm. they you know, so yeah. when in 2018, because then you broke up, and even if he just like we mm-hmm. said, no, this isn't gonna work, and like a week later, it yeah. doesn't really say how long, but it's really not a long time, especially if you're gonna get over something as big as faith in a relationship. I'm, I'm going to so jump in. I don't in. know. Yeah, I'm going to jump in with you. Say right now, I don't I don't think it's going to work. And I'll tell you yeah. why. I don't think they dated long enough. And I no. hold this against everybody. Because yeah. here's the thing about you and me. And it's worth knowing. And I've said it on the show a hundred times. We absolutely, positively knew we were going to get married the first night. Yes. But cohabitation. We dated for a year with you in Cleveland and mm-hmm. me in New York. And then dated for like another year with you in New York before yes. we committed to get engaged, lived together a third year, yeah. and then get engaged. And to then be very married. honest with you, yeah. We're still fighting within an inch of our lives by the time we got married. We settled down. We have what I would consider to be a fantastic relationship. Like, so no such thing as a perfect couple, but certainly couples that are perfect for each other. Yes. And, and we are those people, unfortunately. It's just what we are. <laughs> this is what you're we're stuck. going with. This is what you're doing. Yep. You get one life. I mean, basically being married to you um, has made me believe devoutly in reincarnation. There's got to be another chance. That th- I'm kidding. Oh. It's like, it's an old I ro- thought you were uh, going to go sweet with that. No, like, we knew was. each other it's in like another a, life. No. You know oh, that old Rodney Dangerfield known. joke? He's like, I was making love to my wife she had this far away look in her face i was like honey is there someone else she said there's gotta be (laughs) silly but you know maybe i don't know but the point is no we're doing this and it's great but i i know having gotten to this point the turbulence you have to go through to get here oh absolutely like the first year of our lives together maybe even year two i've never known happiness and sheer indulgent like indulgence like that mm-hmm. year three in terms of moving in together and getting acclimated to all of those things and adjusting new new lifestyle new surroundings really was like a real it was real housewives every night oh, like wine was. glasses being thrown oh, and i don't mean it, was, it on it that level i just mean really contentious and fighty and crazy because it, it takes a while to get into a groove especially if you come from from different places, which they did, mm-hmm. and especially because they come from, I mean, yeah, vastly different like religious Le- beliefs. Yeah, that that's I, I agree. That's not a long time to it's work out those time. kinks. It's not, and a long they time. haven't had kids. It doesn't say if they're going to have kids. Some people don't, mm-hmm. but that is a big deal because if she's religious, she's going to want to raise them in the church, and uh-huh. that might, you know, he might be okay with going with her every once in a while, but he might have a different idea. Not going to be into you it. You know, it's just, it is a little quick. I mean, you I can, couples can get over that, uh-huh. but... But but to me, whenever somebody gets married in less than a year, I want to know that they were shot out of a cannon and never looked back. I don't want to <laughs> know. They met a year ago, and like 22 weeks in, they were like, eh... And right. then three weeks later, like, yeah, and now here we right, are. I, right. It doesn't, I don't see the momentum. Right. And I honestly, it scares me. I, the thing of the mountain thing, man, stupidity is a really big thing. 
I don't know. Impulsive. I it's very you know? impulsive and weird. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I hate to be these people because I think we root for couples more than anybody I know. Yeah. But uh, I now if I had to say this is a. Uh, <laughs> I say this is a bad idea. Jenny Fela, yeah. you want to fight with me or you no, want to agree? I, I kind of want to agree. Jenny Fela. I mean, no, I want to fight with you, but I mean, I'm gonna have, <laughs> this time I'm going to have to take a pass. Typical Republican woman just doing what her <laughs> husband says. Uh. Make sure you vote for Trump, Jenny. I don't care. I'll vote for anybody. Sip, slip an envelope under the door. An, we really, I try to explain this to people. We were talking to Colby Hall from Mediaite on Monday. Mm -hmm. Some of us are watching politics. Some of us are watching sports. Mm -hmm. I'm watching sports. You're watching like for the entertainment. Yeah, there's Republicans, yeah. there's Democrats, yeah. there's strategies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I am talking to you, I'm talking to you like a guy who you know is watching it, has like uh, you know money on the game, or mm -hmm. or or, mm -hmm. or has like a fantasy football team, but it's politics. Right. God, I could care less. It's so. Yeah. I I really hope someday this show breaks through the way it's supposed to. Right. Because so uh, much more of so what people are fighting for actually don't or fighting about don't actually trickle down and affect your actual life. Doesn't even matter. No. It's all silly stuff. But when we come back, a game that Jenny Fela created. And she will now attempt to compete in it. We will play strip club or daycare to close out this glorious week on Everybody Calm Down. ready to play strip club or daycare on everybody calm down i gotta tell you a funny story jenny fella mm. just apropos to the game we're about to play uh i don't know if you saw the story little wayne no was down in atlantic city this week mm -hmm. and he was at scores in atlantic city and the headline in the article is that he continued to party with the girls even after the lights went out that was the headline <laughs> and i have to say if you've ever been to the strip clubs in atlantic city of course he did, because they got <laughs> so much hotter after the lights. I really mean that, though. Like, I don't think he was that into it. when the, He was probably the one who kicked the plug yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, to the windows, to the walls. Unplug them all. Let's do this. Skeet, skeet, or whatever the hell he says. And uh, the party happened, and they got uh, they partied down, and they said it was really exciting and, and, and good for them and, and good for little Wayne. Uh, I, I've told you this. Sometimes we get drunk in the backyard. I try to get our neighbor Natasha to go to a strip club. <laughs> With me and Sean. <laughs> yeah. But our problem is Natasha has such an analytical mind. Oh, I love it. She was, she's a great, the greatest. Shout out to Natasha. But she has such an analytical mind, she would ruin the strip club night because she'd have too many questions there for the girls. There would be a ton of questions. Yeah. And like what you joked one time that you would like, she would get them to unionize. Oh, yeah. She would they, do something. They'd have a stripper union. No, yeah. Now we'd be giving should. them you night differential. She yes. would improve the quality of life yes. for all these strippers. Yeah, absolutely. But we wouldn't have any fun. The only real motivation I have to go at this point is, I think I've said this to you before, is like I'm at an age, I'm 42, where I would really go there to look at the guys and feel better about myself because I've never looked at guys in a strip club and been like, they have their shit, you know, they no, have it together. No, no, they all look very... Like, no, sad, beat yeah, up, yeah. looking for love in all the wrong places, yeah. as I'm you just say. proud that you said you were 42. Like, you what? always forget how old you are. But that's... And like last week, you're like, I'm 41. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, how? And I had to do the math in my head. Let's, be, let's talk about <laughs> About this 
Because I think this is something in my family. I'm born December 17th, 1976. Yes. My mom's grandfather, who immigrated to this country, uh-huh. we did not know when his birthday was. Right. I we have heard that. We <laughs> famously would celebrate his birthday in like February, but after he died, we found out he was born in March. Yeah. But everyone in the family was convinced it was late January. Yeah. So there was at no point in this buried treasure right. were we anywhere near the X right. of when my grandpa's birthday right. was. And I think for me, like, I don't, I've just never had an age. Right. I think it, and if you're not in like a mild milestone year, you know, uh-huh. where like you hit a decade or yeah. something like that, you kind of forget and you have to be like, do the math backwards. Like, yeah, no, oh, one's, wait. no one's throwing you a surprise party for 42. Yeah. And if yeah, they yeah. are, it's because you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> it's Aww. like, it's not good, you know? Yeah. So hopefully not, but we'll see. Uh, name of the game, Jenny Failey. You invented it. Let's do it. Yep. I believe you right now still have the title on the show. You're two uh-huh. and oh. Strip club or daycare. Here we go to close the week. I'm going to read Jenny Fela, the lovely and talented, fantastic drink maker, Jenny Fela. Thanks. This was wonderful. Thanks. The well, horse's I mean, neck. Michter's, you know. No, they, they showed it. up. This is great. We have yeah. to have a few more of these with yeah. uh, dinner. <laughs> it's seven in the morning. We have to have uh, with uh, <laughs> trying to class it up. Uh, Candyland in Memphis, Tennessee. Jenny Fela. Is it a strip club? Oh, is it a daycare? Candyland. Candyland, Memphis, home I'm, of Graceland, home of the king, Elvis. I love it. Beale Street, all the yeah. fun stuff, Sun Records, mm-hmm. Strip Club, Daycare. What's it going to be? I'm going to say it's a strip club. Jenny Fela comes out of the gate, and she is okay. not playing around. We head up to Portland, Maine. Mm-hmm. Our place, H-O-U-R, our ah. place in Portland, Maine. Now, that's a hopping, happening place. A lot of chicks with our mullets. <laughs> a lot of, you know. What would that even be for a daycare? I, I can't get I mean, maybe hour. you're leaving them by the hour. Maybe oh, it's open maybe. 24 or hours. Maybe, or maybe, as or a stri- maybe at, a, at a dance, you but get as an a strip- hour. Oh, you get an hour. You get an no hour one stays hour longer hour. than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, God, no. Uh, you know remember, remember the place we saw in Pennsylvania, I believe it was, where the sign literally said all new, all new girls. New girls. Yeah. No, we got rid of those give slobs. Us a, give us another chance. We <laughs> promise on, it's better. The lights are darker. L- little John kicked out the lights. You're going to love it tonight. Hour. Um, H-O-U-R. Strip club or daycare, Jenny Fela. Jenny Fela. Oh, so hot okay. today. All right. Two and oh. You only need one right now for the win. Okay. Because we three out of five gives you the title. All right. All right. Play it again. Sam's in Las Vegas, Nevada. Play it again. Sam. Play it again, Sam. Oh, from uh, why am I blanking? Mm. Casablanca. Oh. Mm. Oh, oh, that's right. Play it, it is. Again, Sam. Yeah. Do you know what I thought it was upon reading it? Mm. I thought it was like a secondhand place. Well, they have played against sports. Which that's is why when, I thought when you it first was. First said it, but then when I got the Sam, ah, so I could see like a you know a dinner nice club. Blah, blah. I'm gonna say strip club. Jenny Fela. This is really, this is unprecedented. We've never had this. You've already won the game. Yeah. I've never seen this before. We've never had such a decisive knockout before. But there you are, Jenny Fela. I mean, it doesn't help that your stage name is Cinnabons and you're pretty well versed (laughs) in strip clubs. We we posit this game as if you've never been to one. (laughs) Then you go to one. There's a reason we're taking Natasha to the club and not Jenny. I don't don't feel like sitting through your hellos and secret handshakes with everybody at the Raven's Nest. Be there an hour and a half. Is uh, Miami, Florida. La Petite Academy in Miami, Florida. The 305. Is that a strip club or a daycare? I think that's a daycare. You think it's a daycare? 
Okay. Four now. This used to be a hard game. What happened? I don't know. I'm, I'm on fire today. The Pony in Memphis, Tennessee. The Pony. The Pony. The Pony. Every little girl wants a pony, don't they? Yeah. Strip club or daycare. The Pony, Memphis, Tennessee. Pony. Um, this is for a perfect club. game. She says strip club. Jenny Phil, in the history of this game, <gasps> it has never been done before. Yeah. A perfect game. We've <laughs> never seen it before. We've ne- I'll probably never see it again, Jenny Fela. Wow. I aspire to big things. This I guess. What, this is what I can achieve. Something you're not. All your students would be so proud. Oh, so proud. All the parents would be so thrilled uh, with the the uh, permission slips they've been sending in to yep. take you on these trips. Yep. Wow, Jenny Fela. Am I going to have to start paying you in funny money to get you I, on the show? I think so. This is crazy. I never saw this. I never saw this coming. Well, I will say this, Jenny Fela. Another bang up job by you on the program today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now, listen. Of all the co-hosts I have on the program that I'm married to, I'm, I'm the best. far and away the best one. I don't think there's anybody in your class. Oh, good. But thanks. no, you're great, man. I love working with you. I love to. It's nice to talk to you once a week. I'll see you again next week. Yeah. Wish me luck with Take my care. New York with my New York Post yeah, show. Yeah. Let me know how it goes in- next Friday. Instead of plugging, you know, the plugs you got to do on the way out to the audience, I'll yeah. just do them to you. Watch okay. the Kennedy program Monday okay. through okay. Thursday, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to the K Train, best show on cable news. The team nobody wants to play. If you like the pod, you should write a review on iTunes. We were told to tell you that we get a lot of really great ratings, but I think reviews help too mm-hmm. i'm tr- I, I hate doing all of that stuff I know, that's annoying the yeah, sandwich board stuff get it they, they understand i know but you really get a feel for who listens to the show when you read the reviews because <laughs> it looks like a nigerian prince is trying to rob you <laughs> like the grammar's kind of banged up those are my fans and i love you we love uh yeah we won with highly educated we won with poorly educated i love the poorly educated that is such a great <laughs> one of the greatest trumps ever uh, download, watch, rent, stream State of the Union on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And starting next week, Monday and Thursday, the New York Post official NFL podcast of the New York Giants. Myself, Steve Serby, Giants writer for the Post. Fantastic. As good of a guy as you're going to meet. He's a, he is a Long Island diner aficionado. Did you know that? No. Loves a diner. I mean, that's what we bonded over when we met. And oh, Paul Schwartz, great. the other writer for the team, co-hosting the program and we'll be joined each week by a different guest on the new york giants how about that that's awesome everybody was like yeah eli manning's available you know because he's a backup guy Mm. i love when sports fans try to put down a guy (laughs) like eli manning is making 135 million dollars a year yep yep you're hanging out at a Long Island strip club with my wife, apparently. <laughs> I like you. Know, if you don't think we're having a family meeting about that perfect score, we've never seen this in the history of the game. We've never had more than a three and two from anybody. Listen, the mortgage ain't going to pay itself. <laughs> there it is, Jenny Fela. Uh, check us out next week. We have a lot of special guests. I'm not going to name names because I'm going to go get in a fight with my wife. But thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And everybody calm down.
Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.